Stoven Chimney, they're your key to safety, to help. Chimney Sweep, service partner, CSIA certified sweep technicians. Come to your home, make sure that your fireplace is safe, running efficiently. I've, I've had an evaluation done for my home. My chimney was built with my home. Uh, so we're talking late 70s and the way that things are done now with technology now. Uh, there are a number of improvements that uh, can be made and probably with your chimneys as well. If you see smoke drifting around your living room or, you know, it smells, you obviously you think, well, yeah, you're going to have some smell. But if it really smells like a campfire all the time, there could very well be some problems with your chimney that you are unaware of that is causing that to occur. A disruption in airflow is one of the big ones. Uh, that that can cause that to happen. And it's not just a unpleasantness. We're talking about potential safety issues. Just last week, there was a story about a, a, um, a home that caught fire. I think it was Taney County. It was a flu fire that occurred. Um, I cannot stress enough when you think about the potential danger of having an actual fire built in your home, as I do with our chimney that we have, having it evaluated making sure that it is as safe as can be. And that is what you can have done and should have done with Ozark Stove and Chimney. Lifetime warranty, this is unprecedented in the industry. In terms of an offering, CSIA Certified Sweep Technicians, that's the Chimney Safety Institute of America, 0% financing and other convenient payment options as well. You can find them at ksgf.com. Just look under Nick's endorsements for Ozark Stove and Chimney. Uh, we have slated Congressman Burleson. We'll uh, chat with him coming up. Don't forget also KSGF.com. You can get yourself signed up for a pizza party from Godfather's Pizza. And to keep your eye open for those Friday deals that are available, um, you get notified. The one area of notification for those Godfather's deals on Friday are with the KSGF app. And they are good for their four area locations, Springfield, Battlefield, Ozark, and Nixa. And do not forget that they do free delivery. Latest news update. From Keller 10 News and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The Camden County Sheriff's Office has pulled a car from a pond, last seen driven by a man who went missing nearly a decade ago. Donald Irwin disappeared in December of 2013 and was last seen driving a Hyundai Elantra. The Camden County Sheriff's Office says a freelance drone pilot contacted a property owner on Saturday after seeing what he thought was a car in a pond. Divers searched the pond and confirmed the license plate on the submerged car matched the plate on Irwin's car. Workers at Anheuser-Busch may go on strike early next year. On Saturday, the Teamsters Union authorized a new plan to strike if Anheuser-Busch doesn't negotiate a new contract agreement by the end of February. The union is asking for a new deal that improves wages, health care, and benefits. Teamsters nationwide overwhelmingly voted in support of the plan to strike. From Keller 10 and Vox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. 
First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. Sunshine, a high near 41 today, clear 21 for low tonight. Tomorrow's wind chill factors are going to potentially make it feel as low as 10 or 11, but an eventual high regular temperature of 48 is expected for tomorrow. Uh, there's a... Um, a piece in the newsletter I do want to talk about before the program is over today, and it is regarding the lawsuit and the investigation, specifically the investigation launched by Attorney General Andrew Bailey. We talked with him, I think it was Tuesday of last week about this, uh, against Media Matters, which is a left-wing activist organization. It is portrays itself as this completely nonpartisan outlet that just looks for dishonesty in media, uh, but it is anything but that. And I wanted to bring it up again because there was a Newsleader story, and on the if you go to Newsleader's website, and you'll see, of course, the different stories, and you can click on the story to go to the story itself. And at least as of earlier this morning, regarding this story, it was a picture of Andrew Bailey, and it says, Missouri Attorney General investigates group that found anti-Semitism on X or Twitter. Well, no. They created anti-Semitism. They created their own account and then found anti-Semitic remarks, and they tried, you know, they, they essentially, and this is what I'm going to get into the details, because it can be a bit confusing. The entire thing was set up. It was an artificially crafted scenario, deliberately constructed by Media Matters, that they could then go to different advertisers after they 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 created a scenario which showed ads next to Santa anti-Semitic remarks that happened only because of media matters. And then they go to these advertisers saying, did you see this? Look, your ad's right next to these anti-Semitic remarks. Now, they left out the part that they were responsible for that occurring. So as usual, what we have here is a, a press that with the news leader, either they don't really fully understand uh, they get the left-wing perspective presented as if it's truth, and then they believe it, or they are also trying to mislead people. The idea that this is the attorney general investigating a group that found and that just randomly found anti-Semitism, and for that they're being investigated, is completely 100% dishonest. And so I'm going to do what I did whenever this story first came about, and that is explain what actually happened. Because Lord knows, if you are relying on news outlets to provide you the news, you are not going to be getting the truth. What do we got? A traffic update? Let's do that. Then more ahead. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line is 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. Streaming live, ksgf.com. We are also on Facebook Live. You can find us there, 1041 Nick Reed, and that is sponsored by our friends over at 
Springfield Raps. And Friday, we will be, I know it's close to Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve Eve, I guess will be Friday. We will be out at Scramblers, the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. So big thank you to them being our brand new sponsors for the Friday Road Show. And that will be out at Scramblers as we are just about every Friday. The following, uh, I will not. We will not be out there. But this Friday, we will be out there with extra mile home inspection and real estate repair. Congressman Burleson is with us this morning. It is good to talk to you. Boy, we saw yet another demonstration of decency being brought back to Washington with the revelation that uh, one Democrat senator's staffer was shooting gay porn in the U.S. Senate. I mean, why not, after all? I, who are we to judge? Uh, of course, that staffer has complained that he is being attacked because of who he loves, which I don't know if that's code for shooting gay porn. I don't know exactly. But, I, I mean, it, it's just like what has become of that? There's at, at least with the Democrat Party, there appears to be no decency whatsoever. None. I mean, just they don't even act like they're upset that it happened so much. What was this a shockwave for those of you uh, in Congress? What? How did this unfold? What's the talk on this? Um, I well, we I've I've been home since it happened, so I came home on Thursday night, and I I saw it in in the news, and, it, and I'm shocked by it, but I'm also just kind of I'm I'm not as well because as much as I hate to say this. It's, I think it just is evidence, further evidence of the moral decline of this nation. Um, we have become a amoral people, and I mean, but I mean, is without morals, and and so we saw that. You know, this is not the first event. You had the the person show their the the transgender guy show his breasts on the White House lawn. Yeah, at a quote family year. friendly event with children. Yeah, I guess we we should be thankful that it it didn't amount to a pornographic act. Um, yeah. So, I, yes, but you're, I, you know, it is definitely a cesspool, and well, it's good to be back home. Well, in yeah, in addition to the amoral or immoral component to this. Last week, I was talking about the these numerous instances we're seeing that it appears that are isolated with the Democrat Party, where they're either interns or staffers that are signing these letters of protest, that are marching out, demanding that their uh, bosses vote a certain way, whether it's regarding a ceasefire or calling for ceasefires. We've seen a lot of it recently surrounding this push to side with Hamas in their call for ceasefire. And, and then the response tends to be, you know, well, the White House met with all of these interns or, well, this, you know, we sat down so they could hear their voices heard. And there just appears to be, and again, these stories seem to be isolated specifically to the Democrat Party, just no respect, no control, complete, total, utter chaos. Nobody really appears to be in charge. And the thing that really frightens me that I think gets overlooked is the people who don't even have any sort of structured respect or control within their own staffers 
are the people that are managing world leaders in in the quest for peace and to avoid World War III. And I'm thinking to myself, if you can't even control your own offices to the chaotic degree we see on display, I really have great fears, not that I necessarily had hope or, you know, that, that they could somehow deal with the bad players in the world, but it just really puts it into a frightening context. Yeah, we, we're, we're seeing the result of this um, oppression matrix, you know, the critical race mm-hmm. theory, all of that. We're seeing the outcome of that, which is if you're going to espouse a belief or espouse a belief, sorry, that that people, that anyone who is more successful is automatically oppressing the people who are least, less successful. As Ronald Reagan used to put it back in the 1963, 64, Barry Goldwater dress, he said, he said, we've gotten to the point where you can't look at a fat man standing next to a thin man without believing that the fat man got that way by taking food from the thin man. Right. Okay. So, that's the way that the left wants us to portray the world. They have created this. And so that's, and so it's, that's why they can't kind of pull this back whenever, whenever you have a situation where as, as, as evil as Hamas is and all of their horrible actions that they've taken, they're somehow justified because they're taking on people who are more successful, who, you know, obviously have and their, their, their peace, and their pos- prosperity is something that should be shunned and not in and and not try to aspire to. I want to ask you um, questions or a question, just your thoughts on the presidential race. We've watched, in my assessment, the establishment believe that Nikki Haley was the person or is the person that can essentially deliver the party back to the establishment. Again, that's my assessment. Uh, but aside from their motivation, there was there's a lot of excitement. Oh, well, she's closing the gap in New Hampshire. And, oh, Sununu's endorsing her. This could block Trump from getting the nomination. But since all of that hype began, Trump has actually increased his lead over all of them. Every one of them has gone down in the latest polling, except for Asa Hutchinson, who sat at 1%. But Nikki Haley, you know, she's one of them that lost uh, some of those polling numbers. And uh, and then furthermore, it shows that when when these voters are asked if Trump wasn't part of this race, whom would you vote for? And 40% said DeSantis, while I think 13 said Nikki Haley or 12 said Nikki Haley. So it, it just seems so inconceivable to me that anyone sees her as, even if Trump got out of this, as the person who would end up taking the nomination. All that being said, what are your thoughts on where things are with the race and the reaction to the, the, Trump not only dominating, but increasing that domination? Yeah, I think that uh, Nikki Haley represents the Liz Cheney caucus yeah. of our party, and uh, which is, I think, a very small uh, part of the Republican Party today. Um, and I, I don't see her ever getting more than than the numbers that she will get potentially in New Hampshire. There's just it's just not yeah. going to happen. So um, I just I think that Trump was never going to be beat. And the more they try to beat him down, the 
the more more that people see what's going on and i and that's what i came to the conclusion for me nick is that is that <clears throat> we we're at a, we're a crossroads in history where are we going to really let a political someone be taken out politically the way that trump has been taken out um that his entire like he's you know he's losing his fortune through lawsuits through through criminal prosecutions He's losing, uh, he may lose his liberty, um, and he certainly is being damaged politically through the legal system. And we would normally see this happen in a foreign country, but not in the United States. And I think we're at that, that point in which I think we owe it to this, for us to stand up right at this moment. And say we're this is not a, this is not going to be allowed. It's not going to be tolerable. We don't care if you throw him in jail. We're going to elect him as president of the United right. States, so that we can clean up all of this mess. Is there any sense in Congress, or even with the different groups, organizations, people that you meet, as to how far they'll go with this? It, most people believe that that the Democrats thought, well, if he is indicted that will be the end of it it's clear they're trying to coordinate this with the primary but as you pointed out not only is that not working it is having the opposite effect they, there's also there have been some who have touted a poll in which a relatively significant number of people who said that they would vote for trump have said if he's found guilty they won't i believe that that will not flesh out i think that you may have people who believe that because we've never been in that scenario but i suspect that if that did happen, those people would not, their concerns about the country wouldn't change and they would see others still supporting him. And so I, I think that even if they find him guilty and, and, and try to put him in jail, that he still will get the same level of support, perhaps even more. And so many people, they wonder what, what will they do next? Obviously they can't run on their record. How far is it? If there's any sense of it in Washington do people believe the Democrats will go? I mean, I think they're willing to go. Obviously, they're willing to completely ignore any norms of, of politics. They're, they're willing to throw their political opponents in jail. Um, so, yeah, I, and the, the funny part is that when we push back in any, any sense, we end up being called election deniers. Right, yeah or part of the January 6th movement, um, if you ask any kind of questions whatsoever. But the left, I mean, they bring, they bring a bazooka to a knife fight. And we, and we tend to just, um, we tend to let it continue to happen. And I think that's why we just, we cannot underestimate what they're willing to do this election season. We have to be very vigilant in watching their activity. Um, I think, I actually spoke with the president with President Trump a few weeks ago, and we talked about how how aggressive that they were at the at the ballot drop boxes. Oh yeah, and that we have to be we have to be uh, be mindful of that, and as citizens, pay attention to that. We have people watching those drop boxes in the states where they allow drop boxes, in the states where they're where they're allowing people to have mail in voting. We 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 cannot just put our hands behind our back and let the left play by rules that we're not willing to play by, we're going to have to be aggressive and play play the same rules that they are playing by. And so 
um, it's just going to be a different kind of election. We're going to have to roll up our sleeves. Uh, last question with Congressman Burleson and then anything else that you want to add. Hunter Biden made his little display, showed up played the woe is me card and people going after my dad because he loves me and you know, pretty much the sort of thing that we've heard um, for months now. Then uh, there it was subsequent to that, the House voted for the impeachment inquiry. And maybe this happened, but I, is there going to be, if it hasn't happened, another subpoena issued because it's my understanding correct me if i'm wrong is that now that the inquiry is official it there are certain it, it makes it more difficult for somebody like hunter biden to just thumb their nose at it and say i'm not going to do it yeah I, and i i don't know that we need to pass another or not pass but send another subpoena okay. i think that the, the we could we can bring charges of contempt to congress okay. to him and then we would be at a better legal standing because we've passed the what, impeachment inquiry. What's that? Now, what, what's the likelihood that that's going to happen? The charges? I, I don't know. I don't know. How, and I don't know that process, but um, I'll tell So I'll tell you the story. I was in my office in Longworth when we saw on the news that Hunter was having this press conference. And I, and I was preparing for the deposition, preparing getting my notes, getting ready to go, go to Rayburn for it. And we saw him on television and I realized he's right across the street and he's grandstanding on this. So my, my, me and my staff went outside. We went across the street as fast as we could try to get there. To, but he was on the Senate side of the building and it got into a motorcade before we could get to him. But that's that should tell you how quick he was he was right. there and gone. He was it was it was clearly a publicity stunt. He did it on the Senate side of the building to avoid any kind of confrontation, and 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 so I would what I would have said to him is, you should follow the law the same way that the Trump family followed the law, because when when Trump was being investigated and under impeachment inquiry, they brought in all of the Trump family members, and they sat for hours and hours of depositions. And this guy wants special treatment. And, and this, and they've actually committed a crime as opposed to what the, what the Trump family has done. Right. So I, I would have confronted him. I, and I can't wait to confront him when we actually get him in the room. Uh, I'm going to not be here next week to talk with you. So given that, uh, it will be after the first of the new year, anything else at all that you want to share with folks this morning? No, I, it's, I just, it's great to be back home. I've, I've missed, um, I've missed seeing normal people yet. Last night I went to Bucky's <laughs> went to Bucky's with my family. That was neat. Have you been to the new Bucky's? No, Sarah though. She was telling me that she went this week. Was it crazy busy? At nine o'clock at night, it was crazy busy, <laughs> and it's it's surreal. It was surreal to me to, to be walking into a gas station and seeing people take selfies in front of like getting ready to go into the gas station. Uh, it took. I just thought that is the strangest thing. And you know what? I found myself taking a selfie yeah, as we yeah. as we left the gas station. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. No, I haven't been there yet, but um, uh, I'm, uh, perhaps this week I shall make a trip of it. 
a pilgrimage of sorts. Congressman Burleson, as always, thank you. And Merry Christmas to uh, you and your family. Merry Christmas, Nick. You too. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. We're going to get a traffic update here. I want to, as I mentioned earlier, I am going to reiterate what actually happened with this deal, Media Matters, and how it was that they faked a scenario on Twitter in which big-time advertisers uh, had their advertisements and their logos pop up next to anti-Semitic comments on Twitter. And then Media Matters then goes to them like, do you really want to advertise when your advertisement is showing up next to anti-Semitism? And Texas is investigating them. We talked with Attorney General Bailey last week, an investigation there. Now, of course, the way the news leader reports it, here's M- Missouri Attorney General investigates group that found anti-Semitism on X. They didn't find it. I mean, they, they, they went and specifically, after numerous attempts and a great deal of effort, created a scenario in which these specific advertisers had their logo pop up next to anti-Semitic remarks in an account that Media Matters created. So they, they didn't, quote, just find something. They created this scenario. So I want to make sure you understand, because Lord knows a lot of people, they still get their news from outlets like the news leader. And so they're greatly misled. And we are here, as usual, to make sure people know the truth. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Home improvements from Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny, high near 41 today, clear 21 for a low tonight, and then mostly sunny with a high near 48 tomorrow. Uh, Before I get into this misleading headline in particular from the news leader regarding the investigation launched by Missouri's Attorney General into media matters, Something that we are going to talk about more as time goes on, and perhaps it'd be a good conversation to have with Congressman Burleson, but it just what we didn't have the time to go into it. But he was talking about his conversation with President Trump a few weeks ago and the diligence, the proactiveness that Republicans are going to have to take when it comes to doing whatever is within our means as Americans to prevent the sort of voting efforts that the left undertook, of which included stuffing drop boxes. And we know this happened. We saw it happen. In fact, there have been some Democrat primary situations in which those elections were overturned because of that very thing. And the suggestion that many have been making and and just thinking, well, this seems like the natural thing to do, right, is to monitor, is to really keep an eye on these drop boxes in countries where, or in states rather, where these are prevalent. Now, that's not something that we have to worry about in Missouri. We have a few other areas in which voter fraud is easily carried out. But when it comes to drop boxes, this is something that is occurring in numerous other states. And there are a couple of concerns. The first is there are instances in which we have witnessed, we have it on video, 
individuals stuffing the drop boxes. Much of Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules was comp, uh, was a compiled of or footage of watching people do that and then at times taking off their you know the little rubber gloves and throwing them away so as to presumably not have their fingerprints on them i mean there's, there's just all of this footage of these people doing it and nothing happened in fact you are an election denier if you point it out This doesn't mean that those efforts to monitor drop boxes should not be undertaken, but we have seen instances in which we have video of it occurring and it doesn't seem to matter. But secondly, and this is what actually I am more concerned about, because we've seen how far Democrats will go. And they have unleashed themselves to the point they imprison political opposition when they can. And as we know, tyrants never take a step back. They always take steps forward. I fully believe that if you have an American that is witnessing somebody stuffing a drop box illegally, that if they film it, depending on who's in power, whether it is a Democrat-run Justice Department or maybe a state in which you have a Democrat attorney general, that they will imprison that person for election interference. Now, I know that's wrong, and I know you, you, you know we say, well, how can it be election interference if all they're doing is, a, is filming somebody breaking the law? How can they do anything they do? All they have to do is say, hey, listen, this is intimidating to people. It is a violation of their civil rights. It is a violation of laws that are put into place to make sure that people are able to vote without feeling intimidated. And there are voters who feel intimidated knowing that they could potentially or in some instances have been filmed casting their ballot at a drop box. I mean, do any of us really believe they will not raid the home of people who do that and throw them in solitary confinement? I firmly, without question, believe that that is what will happen. And while many of us say, well, that will be a step too far if they try to do that, people will be outraged. I just, I I think that some of us will be outraged, but we're outraged at what is occurring with many of the January 6th prisoners. And as we talked last week with Christy Fulnecki, who is representing one of those individuals, they, they make it virtually impossible for their own attorneys to even see them. They send them over here. Oh, no, you got to go over there. Oh, sorry, you're late here. You don't get to see your client today. They they will stop at nothing. And this is what, what concerns me, that any effort to just observe and document Illegal voting will be met with a vengeance from the Democrat Party that will include include arrest and imprisonment. 
and they'll all do it in the name of securing our elections and stopping intimidation. Stopping there, there's, and I know many of you are familiar with this. There's a, a guy who, prior to the Trump Hillary election, mimicked a left wing comedian. Whether it was an intentional mimicking or not, there was a left wing comedian, some gal, who had uh, created videos telling Trump supporters to text that they could text in the vote instead of having to actually go to the polls. And so there was some guy that did the same thing, but Hillary Clinton, that guy was sentenced to prison for interfering in an election. And when you say, but what about the left-wing activists that did the same thing? Well, everyone knew that that comedian was just joking, see? That's the position of our government. We've already seen it. And as I said, tyrants don't ever take a step back or even note, all right, here's the line that we stepped over, so let's not press our luck. They always go further and further and further and further. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. I had to plug my headphones in over here. Now I got them. Uh, so I was speaking to Josh over at the Pyramid Roofing Company a couple days ago, and he was telling me that they've noticed a lot of nail pops that are appearing during roof inspections. And nail pops, they kind of seem like a small repair that you can just kind of put off, but uh, if they're left untreated, water can actually get underneath and damage the shingle, and it can even damage the decking, uh, which can lead to even bigger repairs down the road. So if it has been a while since your last roof inspection, now is a good time to schedule one with the Pyramid Roofing Company. And it also can give you that peace of mind as we move into the cooler weather uh, that your roof is ready to tackle the rain, the snow, the ice. Now, if you want to schedule that roof inspection, you can give Josh and his team a call today and you can find all of that contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Let's take a few moments to get an understanding and it's not going to be difficult, not overly complicated what it is that or the reason behind attorney general missouri attorney general bailey investigating media matters this comes a few weeks after elon musk said that he was going to file a thermonuclear lawsuit against media matters uh, which is a left-wing activist organization and you know it's a left-wing activist organization because the media portrays it as well, they're just a bunch of good people trying to do good work. They're nonpartisan. That's how, generally speaking, you know that they're left-wing activists. This morning, when you went to the News Leader's website, there were a number of, you had the big story at the top and then three smaller below it. One that read, Missouri Attorney General investigates group that found anti-Semitism on X formerly known Twitter. Then when you click on the story, the headline is, after report of anti-Semitism, Missouri's AG is defending X, formerly Twitter, here's why. Now, technically, it is true that it was after Media Matters accused Twitter of anti-Semitism, but it wasn't immediately after. It was immediately after it was revealed through evidence that Media Matters faked 
the entire scenario. Now, that is a more accurate headline. But the way that the headline is written here, it's it's making it sound to somebody who just reads the headlines that here's the attorney general going after people who are rooting out anti-Semitism. The story itself isn't as bad and as completely misleading as the headline. Though it doesn't explain how Media Matters did what it did. Now, the news leader story notes, Bailey's investigation hinges on finding sufficient evidence that Media Matters made any effort to skew the results of their initial report, which has not been definitively proven by Bailey. Well, that's because he just opened the investigation. You see how they try to make, they they plant the seeds. See, they want you to believe there's nothing to see here. Oh, there's nothing to see. I mean, he hasn't found anything. Well, that's where you have an investigation. When accusations are made and there's some evidence provided, you look into it further to see if there is further evidence. Bailey is requesting records from the nonprofit, the left-wing activist organization, pertaining to strategy to target advertisers on X, communication with third parties about the strategy, conversations with specific advertisers, and internal messages regarding content intended to cancel, deplatform, demonetize, or otherwise interfere with businesses or organizations located in Missouri or utilized by Missouri residents. The original lawsuit from Musk was filed alleging that Media Matters manufactured the results of the report by following users known for posting anti-Semitic content, which then generated similar social posts, all but ensuring that any advertisements would appear next to harmful content. Bailey said, quote, this is manipulation of an algorithm designed to emphasize controversial speech that was then used to bully those advertisers into pulling out of X. The advertisers have become pawns in the market manipulation, which create a whole new set of problems because it runs afoul of antitrust laws to have a conspiracy to form a combination in restraint of trade. Bailey and Landry penned a joint letter to advertisers urging them not to be swindled by activist deception and dive into controversial issues that only harm Americans and free speech. Now, let me explain And I'm going to read to you something that I shared with you once before from The Federalist, because The Federalist has also been targeted in the past by Media Matters, and they explain the MO, and it's very similar to what happened with Musk. But they do a pretty good job of just explaining what has occurred here. Now, they note Musk's or Musk's ex, filed the lawsuit against Media Matters alleging the organization, quote, knowingly and maliciously manufactured side-by-side images depicting advertisers' post on X-Corp's social media platform beside neo-Nazi and white nationalist fringe content and then portrayed these manufactured images as if they were what typical X-users experience on the platform. But of course, nothing about the Media Matters report was typical. The whole thing was contrived, a ruse that Musk quickly exposed. Essentially, Media Matters set up fake Twitter accounts and then curated the feeds to display controversial content. Once they curated their feed, 
They repeatedly refreshed their timelines to find a rare instance of ads serving next to the content they chose to follow. To achieve their desired outcome, these accounts had to generate 13 times the number of ads served compared to a normal Twitter user. As the lawsuit filed back on that particular Monday stated, the end result was a feed precision designed by Media Matters for a single purpose, to produce side-by-side -side ad content placement that it could screenshot in an effort to alienate advertisers. The result that Media Matters got through manipulating Twitter's algorithm in this way was anything but organic. In the case of paid posts by IBM, Comcast, and Oracle, these posts appeared alongside fringe content for only one user in Twitterland, and that was Media Matters. Not a single authentic user of the X platform saw IBM's Comcast or Oracle's ad next to that content. As X rightly noted, these contrived experiences could be applied to any platform. So what's being explained here is that Media Matters set up a fake account, deliberately went out and sought uh, anti-Semitic postings, and then kept working and working and working and working and refreshing and refreshing and refreshing after they created this Twitter thread artificially to get one of these advertisers to pop up next to it. Then they screenshot it and they send it to the advertiser saying, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but look at the sort of things that your advertising is popping up next to. The reason that this lawsuit or that there is an investigation involving this is occurring isn't because of anything that Media Matters reported on, and certainly not because they reported on anti-Semitism, but because, as the accusation goes, and this is what the investigation to see is, if this is true, that they faked a scenario. Not that they reported on one, that they faked one. It's the difference between reporting on a hate crime that actually occurred versus faking a hate crime and then doing a story about the fake crime that you reported on. Then when you get caught complaining that, well, we're just reporting on hate crimes. No, you created it. And this, so it doesn't have anything to do with journalism. It doesn't have anything to do with reporting. Any more than if I'm some sort of reporter and I'm, I, I got a, a, a you know, I, I cover fires in the fire department and I'm covering all these different fires and it turns out that I'm the one who's lighting some of the fires. Well, that's not just journalism. If I get investigated for that, it's not because I'm just doing my job and covering fires. It is because I am carrying out an illegal act that I can then report on. This would be like you are a restaurant reporter and you go to a restaurant and you bring a dead rat and you put it in your bowl of chili and then report on the fact that you found a dead rat in your chili without disclosing the fact that you are the one who actually put it in there. That's what the allegations essentially are here. And for the news leader to headline these things as Missouri Attorney General investigate group that found anti-Semitism on X, 
would be just like Missouri Attorney General investigating reporter that exposes dead rat and chili. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick. We talked on Friday at Scramblers with Mark Long, owner of Garage Experts, and I've, I've referenced numerous times it's a great Christmas gift idea that overall improves the the value and the look of your home by improving the garage space and while it's obviously too late to get that as a christmas gift that will be ready you don't want to do it that way anyhow because that way the person you gift it to they get to pick out the color schemes and all the fun stuff about it for more information definitely check out garage experts at ksgf.com under nick's endorsements glenn beck is coming up next i will talk to you tomorrow i'm nick reed